Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Sporting 160 EN podcast. It's been a little while, but we're back. We're ready for action. I got my good friend here with me, Steph. How are you doing, Steph? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. So uh, today is our uh, number nine podcast. Uh, yep. Sporting uh, 160 EN, and uh, I couldn't I couldn't be better. We champion of. Uh, of Portugal in in three different modalities, and we'll talk about it. Uh, but um, with the tie against Benfica, we retained the second place. Well, now if you look at the standings, shows up in in third place just because of goal differential. But at the end of the championship, what counts is the uh, the games itself that would that we played against Benfica in this case. So we'll finish second place. But I'm very very happy. Yeah, me too, man. Sharing the same sentiments. We'll get into the Befica game in a little bit. We'll also get into us being champions in basically every other uh, every other sport in Portugal aside from from senior soccer. But we'll get there. Um, we'll start off from a game a little while ago. Uh, it was against it was in Portimão in Algarve against Portimonense. I'll quickly give you guys the lineup. It was Rui Patricio in net, Cuintão at left back. We had Petrovic at center back because Mitchu was injured. Coates and Stefan Ristovski because Puccini was injured. Uh, then in the midfield, we had Bataglia, Brian Ruiz, and Bruno Fernandes. Again, William was injured. And then Justin Martins and a queen on the wings, Bas Dost up top. And the three substitutes we had were um, Lemor, or Lenor, the, the, the left back, Mizic, and Freddie Montero. Um, so listen, it was it was a good game between both, both teams. Um, I think Sporting started in started very strong. We we started dominating. We started showing our 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 our, uh, our dominance. I guess our our, our quality be, us being better. There was a chance early on from from uh, Marcia Cunha that just got parried away by by the Portimonense goalie, and then Basdos couldn't reach the rebound. Um, the, the the our first goal coming from both goals came from Bruno Fernandes. Our first one. A disgusting little chip all over the goalie from a mistake from Portimão. Uh, they passed it off to, I believe it was Bataglia. Bataglia heads it to Bas Dost. Bas Dost uh, heads it down to Bruno Fernandes, and Bruno Fernandes just chips it over the goalie very nicely, very clean. Um, and then it was sort of a battle in the midfield. Uh, Portimão started doing very well, countered very well, and and they were they were um, taking a lot of chances coming through. Um, through the left side, through through or sorry, through the right side, to Bistovsky side, um, and then we sort of fell asleep on defense at one point, and they had uh, a great ball from the right into the center to uh, Fabricio, I believe it is, yeah, Fabricio, and he just slots it in. It was no, nothing to complain about. Um, it was clearly onside. Our our defense sort of fell asleep. Uh, Petrovic wasn't on his man. Cointown didn't really get there either. Quat sort of too far away from the play, but playing Fabricio onside. Um, it was sort of undeserved, but okay, they, they scored the goal. We could have scored right after with Brian Ruiz. We didn't. He just went slightly over. And then the second half, it was a bit more divided. Portimonense definitely um, showed that they had a bit more legs to them. Again, we've been very fatigued for the last few weeks, or constantly playing week in, week out, two games per week. Um, but then uh, our quality showed through. Justin Justin came through 
uh, threw on goal. Goalie kind of trips him up. He passes, and the rebound sort of gets to Acuna. Acuna centers it just too high for Bruno Fernandes. Justin again almost scoring uh, from a shot just a bit um, outside the box. Goalie was good to it. And then off a corner, the ball sort of trickles to Bruno, to Bruno Fernandes. And what a goal. What a goal. I was watching this game with my dad, and we were going absolutely crazy because we knew how important the result would be because of uh, Befica dropping points to Tondela. Um, it, it, it was a huge win for us. It was a huge morale boost. I thought maybe this win, because it came so tough and so towards the end of the game. Um, sorry, it wasn't off a corner. My bad. I'm just looking at the play now. It came off sort of uh, just across into the box. Um Anyways, uh, I thought because of the, the this game and how tough it was, it would motivate us to go on and, and beat Befica. Befica is a tough team, to, to say the least, so that didn't go through. We'll get into that, more of that later. But, um, yeah, it was a really good game, a really tough game. Putimanis showing their quality, but, you know, we, we came through with a big win. Steph, what did you think of the game? Steph? Yes. Yeah, what did you think of the game, bro? Oh, uh, I think I called it 2-1. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you did. On, uh, yeah, on our last uh, podcast. Uh, very tough game, uh, like like I was like I was expecting. They have two phenomenal players, like uh, Fabricio and Nakajima. Mm-hmm. And these, these guys are just awesome, awesome players. Uh, Sporting in the first half dominated and played well. I really thought that hey, if we played this way, it's going to be you know it's going to be a win for sure. Um, but then uh, they have a great coach, Portimonense, and he made some adjustments. Um, so in the second half, after we were winning two-one uh, um, in a one-one, and then in the second half we scored the second goal, that amazing goal by Bruno Fernandes. Um, they make it tougher, Portimonense. Uh, and um, but going back to the goal from Fabrizio, uh, which was a great goal. Uh, you know, Petrovic is not a a typical center back, um, so he was an adjustment, and he did pretty well actually. I'm not gonna criticize Petrovic because usually he's a, he plays number six on Trinco. And he had to adapt to play center back. So it gave me the feeling that after reviewing the play, that him and Fabio Cointrão were kind of looking at each other saying like, hey, I guess you you get there first. or No, I'll get there first. And and then, you know, nobody got there. And uh, Fabrizio scored. He's, he's a phenomenal player. He wouldn't miss from, that, from inside the box. But I think that's what it was. It was a misunderstanding between Fabio Cointrão and uh, Petrovic. Nah, not so much uh, uh, Kowats or, or um, Kitovsky. Um, but anyway, moving on. The second half, um, Portimonis played better. Uh, they made a change in uh, the midfield of tactics and they played play out really good for them. Uh, nevertheless, Sporting looked a little bit uh, tired because we, we have played so many games. Um, but when you have uh, such a genius, a great player like Bruno Fernandes, you can expect an amazing goal. 
he was not playing well. I don't consider him the man of the match because he missed a lot. He has to keep on the because you never and again. No, Steph, we lost you for a sec. Amazing saves as well. Um, I remember a couple of players from Nakajima. Uh, one great save. Um, but I'm very content with that win. I was not expecting um, Spartan to go over there and win 4-1 or 5-1. No way. Portimonense is a, is a very organized. They play well. Yep. Football. Um, and uh, that's why a lot of clubs are interested in Akajim and Fabrizio because the uh, the whole season they showed they they ab- above average players. They could certainly be belong to a club like Sporting Porto Benfica, uh, Braga, or Guimarães, uh, a bigger team. Um, mm-hmm. That's it. That's what I have to say about Portimonense. The the uh, Portimonense Sporting game we won two one. It was a great win. And uh, once once we talk about Sporting Benfica, we'll understand why that win was so important. So that's all I gotta say. Yeah, exactly. And um, quickly off the Portimonense point, uh, like you said, there they are a bunch of but, uh, above average, average players. I mean, we bought one from Portimonense, Lumor. Um, Porto bought Paulinho. Obviously, a ton of rumors with Nakajima. So um, yeah, gr- definitely a great team. I just want to ask, there's two questions on the game. One, because you don't think Bruno Fernandes is, is man of the match, who would you give uh, man of the match to, Steph? Steph? Uh, sorry, we lost you for a sec. What did you say? The man of the match for Sporting? Yeah, or the game in general, but yeah, definitely for 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 Sporting, who, who would you give? For, for me, it was uh, Ritovsky. Mm. Uh, he's been a he's been a phenomenal player. He's been replacing Piccini quite well. To tell the truth, we'll talk about Benfica, you know, Sporting Benfica soon. But I don't know why Piccini came came to the pitch mm. without Vedem. I would prefer Ritovsky. But yeah, for me. He missed a lot of passes. Passes yeah. that usually he doesn't miss, but you could tell that, that my man is is exhausted. So yeah. the, these game these games not being played once a week, it'll be good for Bruno Fernandes because uh, he's got the talent, and that's why Jesus kept him on the pitch because you never know when he could score some amazing goals like the first one and the second one, both were amazing. Um, but you know you could tell he's tired, so. Yeah, I agree. And um, my second and last question before getting into the derby, which I know many people want us to talk about, um, Vitor Oliveira, Portimonense coach, um, said at the end of the game that Bruno Fernandes is definitely the best player of the of Liga Nage this season. I I agree 100% with him. Steph, what are your thoughts? Do you agree with him, or do you think maybe another player deserves recognition for that, for being the best player of, the, of um, Liga Nage this season? He's uh, definitely the, the 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 youth player of the league, without a doubt, because he's the one who, who won more monthly trophies, and those trophies uh, it's voted by by the players and the coaches. So mm-hmm. most de- most definitely, as far as the youth youth player, yes. Uh, as far as the best player of the league, 
uh, I think uh, it might win it. It might win it just because, I, I mean, I like to, to be honest. Just because John is from Benfica got hurt and he hasn't played all these games. So I think, I think Bruno Fernandes uh, took his place because the, the debate was between Jonas and uh, Bruno Fernandes. And since he hasn't played Jonas, Bruno Fernandes kind of normally took his place and now he's considered the best player of the league. Yeah, I I agree. I think um, Bruno Fernandes just has a bit more on the ball that Jonas just doesn't. Um, I think, but definitely Jonas is in, in, in the talks of of um, best player of the year. I think also Brahimi, but I think it's more between Jonas and Bruno basically because Brahimi sort of, he started very well and he sort of tailgated off towards the end of the season. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I, I agree with Manuel Oliveira. Steph, do you have anything else to say about this game? No, it was a tough win. Like, uh, like, like we we called it on the last podcast, and and it was uh, it was a three points uh, well well conquered. That's all. A hundred percent. All right. Let me give you the. Let's go on to the Benfica, uh, the Sporting Benfica, played at Giselle Valad. I'll give you the lineups real quick, and then Steph, you can go ahead and and, and give me your two cents about this game. Uh, we had Rui Patricio Annette, Fabio Coentrão, Jeremy Mathieu, Sebastian Coates, and Pacini in defense. In midfield, we had William Carvalho, Bataglia, and Bruno Fernandes, Brian Ruiz, and Jelson on the wings with Baz Dost up top, and then substitutions of Marcos Acuña, uh, Mizic, and uh, Lumor for Coentrão. Um, Steph, go ahead. Give me your two cents on the game. Okay, so the game, um, like like we say in Portuguese, um jogo de tripla, uh, anyone could win it. And uh, it doesn't matter who's playing better, <laughs> Who's playing bad? Those games, it's it's the way it is. In eighty, like twenty ties, thirty-two victories for Sporting and thirty-one victories for for Benfica. That's how close it is. So so now we need one ties. Um, but um, uh, Benfica played bad in the first half. Uh, for some odd reason, it looked like we were playing a Stadio da Luz. Um, afraid, uh, not not uh, keep uh, pressuring Benfica midfield. They they play better. Uh, then um, I was uh, I was watching the the, the game on uh, Sport TV, and then the commentator, which is not very liked by Sportingistas, um, he, he basically was saying that um, uh, o Jorge Jesus tinha que trocar. He, he, he had to swap Bataglia with William Carvalho, and he did. And uh, in the second half, we played better. We played better. Um, then William Carvalho had to come out because he was lacked of rhythm. That, to me, that was a good substitution. But overall, the tie is is uh, honestly the best result. It yeah, I agree. Been, it, it, it could have been zero zero one one or two two. I'm glad it was 0-0 because it benefited more Sporting. Like I said, uh, if we win against uh, Maritimo uh, and Benfica, they play at home contra Moreirense. So if both clubs win, we finish in second at the, the last game of the season. Um, 
what matters is the game's uh, head-to-head, and Sporting has the advantage because they scored 1-1 at Stadio de Luz, so they win in uh, the uh, goal average. And um, that, that one goal, it's considered two goals, I mean. And uh, But the Benfica game, uh, it was more polemic than well-played. I didn't like it, personally. Yeah. Um, it was a, a game that uh, would... It had emotions, but nothing spectacular. Like, if I'm going to pay 40 euros, ah, it's a shitty game, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I saw, like, uh, to be honest, you know, I mean, I'm Sporting East, of course I am, I am 100%. Uh, but Ruben Diaz, you should have gotten a red card, but Bruno Fernandes também. I mean, what he did to Servi. Uh, it was very harsh. He got a yellow, but he got lucky. And the only reason why uh, Ruben Diaz um, got two game suspension now it's because on the spot on the spot Carlos Chistre didn't judge the play. So the rule of thumb is if if the referee on the pitch makes the decision like he did with Bruno Fernandes when he did that ugly foul, then Uh, he, he called the foul, he showed him a yellow card. So usually, the Conselho Disciplina, CD, doesn't intervene. But mm-hmm. in the case of Ruben Diaz, so people understand, when he gave the elbow to Justin's face, uh, everyone agreed that that should have been a red card. But since the Carlos Schiste didn't intervene, now Conselho Disciplina can make the decision, they call it Sumarissimo. Uh, to, to intervene, which they did, and he got two games suspension. So he won't play the next game and the first game of the season. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah, so. Yeah. So besides that, you know, we had some chances of goal. Befica did too. Uh, San Patricio was there to save the day. Um, That's why we pay him the money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I don't get what's going on with Bajos. To be yeah, he seems to be depressed. I don't know. He did that phenomenal play, and usually he would try to score, but he decided to pass the Brun for uh, the to Fernandes. yeah, no, to Justin, I think. And I think one of the two, Fernandes. maybe a yeah, brother, right? Yeah, let me see it here. And, and, but that was, that was, yes, that was, that sorry, man. That was this play. He had to go and finish the, the that play, but he didn't. So anyway, 0-0, I think it's a fair result. And um, Porto, that they were champions because of the tie. But you know what? We, we kept the second plan to get those $20 million to go to the uh, playoffs of the Champions League. It's extremely important. So I just hope that when we go to Maritim, we win in a comfortable way so we don't have to suffer until the, the, the last minute of the game. Yeah. And, uh, and and that's it. I, I didn't like the, the, the Sporting Benfica game. I think it was very tactical. Too many tactics and not well played and ugly game, ugly game overall. Uh, I don't... I don't, I don't Being not all of them, but the vast majority. Uh, they now they're trying to to ask 
constituency blender for four of our players to be suspended. This is a joke. What is this? Uh, a man? And your cheesesteak and uh, these guys, oh, I want this play and this play and this play and this play to be suspended. What the hell? Mm -hmm. I, mean, I know what they're trying to do. They want to they want to handicap us to play against Maritimo. But uh, will, will, uh, will not will not listen to them whatsoever. But that's it. That's all I got to say. Rui Vitória at the end. Um, I, I guess he's doing his job as a Bifikista coach. Just showing that that uh, he has no class when he talks like that. Um, you guys didn't win anything. You guys didn't win anything. I mean, this yeah. year if you can win nada, nada, well, not one point in Champions League, nada. <laughs> and they still and they still want to talk shit. That's what bothers me. We'll talk about volleyball because it's some. I did a little bit of research about that, and something funny came up, but. Benfica's talking shit now. It makes me laugh. And then when they say, oh, let's not talk about this year. Let's talk about the past. Yeah, let's talk about the past. But then when we bring the issues about the vouchers, emails, the E2Pay, they don't like it. So, hey, you don't want to bring in the past. If you want to talk about the past, it's fair game. We'll talk about everything. <laughs> uh, anyway, so go ahead. Uh, give you two cents now. Yeah, no, um, I agree with you 100%. It wasn't that great of a game in terms of quality. Uh, Befica, sort of right in the beginning, I think it was a game of two halves. Befica, I think, maybe had the better of us in the first half. Um, we we created a lot of chances, just nothing concrete until the Bazdas situation right at the end. Um, Befica, in the first, I think, eight minutes, uh, Rafa hit the post. Um, I was listening to this on the radio. I was in, I was on the cottage uh, up north, uh, like about three hours from Toronto, and I heard it on the that radio. Was, and that was hey, I don't mean to cut you off. No, go go. That play, that play Rafa, it was a save by Ru Patrici. Then then he hit. The and then he hit the post. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So, another great save by my man Tom Patrici. Of course. And again, like we said, that's why we pay him the big bucks, and uh, that's why he's one of the best in the world, really. That's why Portugal's European champion, the big responsibility was on his shoulders. Um, but yeah, uh, it was it was a good play for Rafa. You know, Rui Patricio was better to it. And, um, you know, it was a huge save and a big miss for them. And then, you know, we started getting a bit more into the game. Cointron had a chance from far. Um, as you mentioned already, Bas Dost. My biggest problem with Bas Dost is he doesn't. He scores a lot of goals, and and I like him for it. It's just and, and winning against the little teams or win you the league is just when we really need it. When we really need him, he doesn't show up um, against big teams. We talk about Porto. We talk about Benfica. He only has really one goal against any of the, those two, and that came last year against Benfica. Um, none this year against Benfica, Porto, or Braga, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, in the Champions League, I'm, I'm not sure if he scored again. He, he missed an opportunity and a half against Barcelona. Today, he decides to pass, or not today, but on the weekend, he decides to pass it instead of shooting it. Um, I, 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 I like the guy. I really do. I just wish he had, you know... Uh, Sangfria, you know, he was cold-blooded. He was a killer, you know what I mean? He would take that shot, even if he misses it. We can't critique if he if he misses or the goalie saves it. Take that. Take that on. You're a great finisher. 
Um, I, I, it's frustrating. It, 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 I know he scored maybe more goals than them, but he, 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 him missing those opportunities make me miss Slimani, make me miss, you know, Freddie Montero in our pri- in his prime. Even Volkswinkel would have those those opportunities scored every now and again, or Lietzen especially, you know what I mean? He, he makes me sometimes miss a player uh, of, you know, with Senfria that, that won't be afraid to, to shoot, won't be afraid to score. Um, second half, though, I think we played a lot better. It was a lot more... Um, a lot more spark than that we're used to this season. Uh, better defensively, though we were pretty good defensively in the first half. Second half, I think we were just a bit better. Uh, Mathieu coming back from injury, I think Mathieu had a great game. Cointreau had a great game against his old team, but Cointreau almost always steps up against big teams. Um, I know you like Ristovsky. I agree. Maybe I think Ristovsky should have started this game. Um, but I think Puccini was just a bit better. Uh, or not a bit better, but Puccini had a great game this this week. Um, I think William did well, but of course he couldn't finish the whole game. He was, you know, uh, uh, coming back from an injury. Bataglia played well. A lot of good performance, solid performances. We didn't really give them much of a chance to score. I think the better opportunities came to us. Um, obviously, another header missed by uh, another occasion where Brian Ruiz missed. Um, it's not really a clear header. I mean, he was pushed by Jarvel, but, um, you know, it just went over the net a bit. Um, and yeah, and then going to the polemicas, Bruno Fernandes, I, I, I agree. I, listen, it was too late for it to really make a difference. So if he keeps just crying that you're robbed or anything, it sort of makes me laugh. I mean, it was in the 90 something minute. Um, so Bruno Fernandes definitely deserved the red, but, uh, I think Ruben Diaz has been deserving of a red. For the last for the last four or five weeks, and and this game was no exception. He was hugging on on. He was behind um, Mathieu, sort of grabbing him as if he was his backpack. Foot to his face, nothing. The elbow on Jelson, like you said, nothing. And and thank you very much for for clearing that up because I didn't know um, that if you not call the play that uh, the Civic can really go back and, and review it and suspend, which is a good thing. And there was another play where, again, Ruben Diaz should have been been at least carded. Give him a yellow. I think Ruben Diaz, the fact that he finished this game was was extremely lucky for for Benfica. The fact that Bruno Fernandes didn't get a red on that end on that last play, yeah, it was a bit lucky for us. Um, that definitely deserved the red. It's just it's just to show that even even this referee is is these, the refereeing in Portugal is is atrocious. It's really bad. This season has been it's been horrific. Um, well, the, well, I, I gotta tell you that it's not Ruben Diaz. That's not his name. <laughs> what is it? Rambo Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> for this, for real, he should be. He's in the wrong. He's in the wrong sport. He should be in wrestling, not in fucking soccer. I don't know, man. The kid is good. I'll, I'll give him that much. I agree. Uh, the thing is, uh, if he plays in the World Cup the way he plays at Benfica, he's not going to last the whole game. He's gonna, nope. He's going to be sent, be sent off. He, he falls too much. Like I could see two penalties in our favor. No one yeah. not here. And uh, the other one, Bas Dos, where he holds him with two hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, if you kiss things, we are blind. We're not blind. We see we see the same things they see. Mm-hmm. So, 
they 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 say that uh, four of our players should be suspended. Uh, I could count six of Benfica that should be suspended too. Samari, he wasn't any better, uh, you know. Who who uh, Servi, he wasn't any better. Yeah. So, Servi, the fact that Servi even played this game, but he got subbed off, subbed on, is a joke because against Pasfreira, he almost broke the, some guy's fucking leg in two. It's embarrassing, exactly. or not against yeah. Pasfreira, I mean Tondela. Sorry, it's embarrassing. I don't, I don't even know why. Why? It's 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 it goes it goes beyond me when when Benfica's cry so much about about this game. All these places have gotten a, a red card, which I agree. I agree with Bruno Fernandes should have gotten a red card. I agree too. But then, if you're saying that uh, Bruno Fernandes should have uh, sh should have gotten a red card, I mean, I mean, have the balls to say that Ruben Diaz or Ram Diaz also <coughs> deserved a red card. A hundred percent, you can you can be you can be dead blind and 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 then that do into the cabeza and dizer que just say. Ah, so o Bruno Fernandes é que mereceu o red card, o Bruno Dias, o, o Ramo Dias, não. Come on. You know, are you, uh, are you that naive or are you that sick in your mind that you only see red, red, red? I, I don't like that. Me, personally, I hate that. Uh, good thing is my, my Benfica friends I know, they, they, they see the same way as I do. They're very reasonable, reasonable Benfica And uh, and we all agreed that uh, Bruno Fernandes and Ruben Dias should both have gotten red cards, um, and and Ruben Dias would have been more significant because he would have been he would have been sent off way earlier than Bruno Fernandes, like you said. Bruno Fernandes was only towards the end, so the impact wouldn't wouldn't have been that big. Exactly. Um, yeah, but you know that the the, uh, the the crying about a penalty kick. Okay, you want to cry about a penalty kick. You're entitled to, but talk about our penalty kicks as well. You know, um, you 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 can just see it your way and not see the whole game. Um, and uh, Kai Schuster did actually a pretty good a pretty good game, uh, but those penalties were fucking obvious. I mean, unless you're blind, but that that was clear penalties. What do you need? You need to cut off somebody's head to be a penalty. Anyway, but. Uh, that's that's all I gotta say about the game. Um, we didn't win it, but we tied zero zero, which was equally important for Sporting. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you said, the, with that away goal and Stadio Luge, we go up to second place. Albeit that uh, we win next week. Um, well, well, we don't need to win next week if we have if we tie and they tie. I think, the, but I think they're gonna beat Mourinho anyways. Of course, if they tie, we can tie as well. We can afford to. If they lose, we can afford to lose. We just have to match the result, basically. Exactly. Exactly. But I think it's 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 to it's to play to win. Judge um, after the game, like you were saying with Rui Vitoria, he was making some comments that were. I mean, it's it's hilarious, really. Um, but like you said, shows no class, which <laughs> which which bodes in well with that club. Um, I think Judge Zuz was very well in, in his press conference. Uh, really put him in his place. Uh, Rui Vitoria was saying that Sporting was beneficiado by the referee. And then Jorge Zuz, not only saying that Sporting was more, you know, affected by the referee or more prejudicado by the referee, but showing examples, saying, you know, because of this, because of that, because of Ruben Diaz, sure, we could have got a red, but that Ruben Diaz should have got a red a lot sooner. Um, 
Listen, man. Uh, uh, but like you said, also, it was a it was a very garbage game. There was there was some emotion to it, but I think most of the emotion came from the fans. Um, the the players didn't emulate that um, on both sides, really, Befica and Sporting side. They didn't emulate it. It didn't necessarily. It felt like a derby, but it, the players, if the fans weren't there, it wouldn't feel like like the like a hated rivalry, like a battle for second, like a battle that if whoever wins may still potentially. Though I didn't believe it to be true, but it could have still potentially brought them the title. It didn't seem that way. Sure, Sporting really went out to play to win, but. There was not that much. There was, when it really mattered, there wasn't the emotion to it. When it really mattered, Basbos decides to pass it instead of shoot it. You know what I mean? It, it was it was a bit of a of a mad game. It, you know, for forty euros, it, it wasn't worth the money. Really, if you, I agree with you, Steph. Um. Anyways, let, let, I'll ask you some questions on the game. Would you? Who would you give the man of the match to? It could be on any side. If you even want to give a man of the match, I know you typically you, you sometimes don't. Um, but who would who would your man of the match be? Um, most definitely, uh, Rui Patricio. Rui Patricio, you know, uh, what a composure. He always shows up in big games, and once again, he showed up. And uh, when uh, when our defense was uh, deficient, uh, Rui Patricio said, "Stoki uh, present," and uh, that's he's my man of the match. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think just a close second would be Jelson. I think Jelson had a good game. He was taking players on. He was trying to create chances. Uh, I liked Jelson a lot. Um, I don't really have much else to sit to ask or, or question, really. Steph, do you have anything else you want to add about this game? Or? Well, you know, it was uh, uh, 49,000 uh, fans. Yeah. Um, Pretty much uh, for for that amount of fans, which is a lot, everyone pretty much behaved quite well, exception for those, uh, you know, uh, firecrackers on the, yeah. on the pitch. I hate that. I yeah. you know it makes no sense to me. And also, apparently, the uh, the uh, the fans of uh, Befica, which we know that's uh, the hardcore. It's not every everyone. Most Befikishes are actually decent people. Uh-huh. But those fans, those fans, I said, clocks well or. Groups organized. Nem vergonha na cara. Em vez de dizer que são claques, chamam-se grupo organizado. Nem tem amor daquilo que fazem. Anyway, uh, apparently they were making sounds of uh, the very light when uh, the, the uh, Sportingista fan was killed in 1996. And uh, they were making fun of uh, Marco Ficini. Uh, uh, when he was killed a couple of years ago, so that's disgusting. And uh, again, a Federação Portuguesa, o Presidente Fernando Gomes, and uh, a PJ lá da Juventude, Nepias, não falam nada. They they say nothing about it. They pretend they don't listen to it, and 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 that's that that's that's embarrassing. That's 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 embarrassing. That you have a Benfica that that go, goes to court to, to stop talking about emails, that the and then and then when they talk about fans that were killed, they disrespecting their memories and their families, and no one intervenes in Portugal. It's like a third world country. Seriously, yeah. um, it's it, to me that, that that bothers me a lot. You know, it's the, two of our fans that were killed. And 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 uh, the federation, the Portuguese federation, does nothing. A Liga does nothing. You know, the politicians do nothing. It's like it's okay to make fun of uh, of those 
uh, two, two, two fans that would kill. It bothers me, and that's why I'm pressing on it, because it's disgusting, it's appalling, and, you know, and, and that, 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 that's all I got to say, you know. Uh, there's no space for that shit in sports. Yeah, leaving, leaving the chats about and shit like that. Yeah, so, hmm. but besides that, you know, the the game was uh, was not that great. It was missing goals. I uh, would rather see goals, you know. But anyway, so let's move on. Just quickly before we move on, um, we have a comment here on the YouTubes from Anna Garcia D'Souza. I believe it's Garzin. If it's not, I apologize. She's asking, she says, William did well. Do you think so? So what do you think, Steph? Do you think William did well? Well, yeah, he did okay. I mean, uh, for the amount of time, I think he, he hasn't played for a month. So he was yeah. uh, he lacked a rhythm, and you could tell. And George is just kind of new. I think he he must have been briefed by uh, the medical staff. Listen, this guy can only play maybe 65, 70 minutes, and that's what he played up to like 65 minutes, I believe, when he was subbed. And um, he knew about his limitations, and he didn't want to push it because, you know, we still have two, two important games. We have to go to Fuchal. Contra Maritimo, and then we have uh, Taça Portugal against Sportivo Davos in the 20th of May, and that's uh, those games are important, and let's save him for, for, for those two games. And he gave his very best, and it was consistent, especially when uh, when Jorge Jesus made the swap with the Bataglia, he played yeah. much better, because he has a better control of the ball than Bataglia. Yeah. Um, he dictates play a lot better than, than Bataglia. He's, he's much better on the ball. Yes, he has a better vision and long passes, you know, he passes much better. Yeah. Um, but, you know, besides that, very content with uh, with Sporting. I just I just have that feeling that if Bajdos took that shot, I think that would have been a goal. I think so, too. So. I don't want to harp on it, but I don't know if he's uh, depressed because of what Bruno Carvalho said. I don't think so. Game. I think he took it the, the hardest out of, all, of out of the whole group. Um, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. And uh, I like Vajdos. It's a great play. But that was not a game for him again. Not too many balls were crossed to him. Yeah. That was a phenomenal play. I mean, when I was that was. Like, what the hell? Is that Vajdos or is that Messi? <laughs> uh, Ronaldo. Okay, I that was a delicious play, and I said, take the shot. Even Like you said, if he missed it, so what? Yeah. It's been, well, you know, what a play. But when yeah. he tried to pass the ball, he fucked it up because it was like, what? Why didn't you take the shot, buds? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's it, man. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, we, we have the second place in our hands. We just have to deliver uh, the 13th of May, which is Sunday, which the game will be. Now time's on at 11 a.m. Uh, so every game will be at the same time at 1600 in Portugal, 11 a.m. here. Mm-hmm. So so that's it, man. Let's move on to modalidades. I'm excited to talk about that. <laughs> Just one last thing from Anna. And thank you, Anna, for, for commenting. We do appreciate it. I'm sorry I didn't notice it earlier. Uh, she also says he was only – I think she's talking about Ruben Dias. He was only uh, punished not to play next game, so LFK um, – Luis Vieira doesn't need to pay the premium for the 50th game. That's funny. I agree. Maybe maybe that's the case. Uh, anyways, thank you for your comment, Anna. Uh, people, if you want to message us on YouTube as it's going on, we pay attention to the YouTube comments. Message us on Twitter. We're always messaging back. We're always interacting with you guys and appreciate it. Now, Steph, 
Sporting became champion a few times this weekend. Talk, talk to me about it, bro. Okay, so on uh, on Tuesday we have uh, the fifth game of uh, of the uh, playoffs in uh, volleyball at home. No Pavlian Jean Rocha. Uh, I watched the, the whole game. It was a very, very exciting game. Uh, both teams played well. Um, Sporting and Benfica. They took it to uh, the very last set of the game, which which we won. Um, the last set, and uh, and um, I got to tell you, both teams played well. And beating Benfica was not easy. Uh, they were the champions in, t- in title. Uh, so now, so now we. We basically, after 23 years, uh, Sporting hasn't had the viable team. Now it was for 23 years. And the first year coming back, uh, the first championship of Juan Jose Pavilion, it's very sweet. So, uh, Brun Carvalho was, was there and, uh, and uh, the, the Pavilion had 2,700 fans. That's amazing. It holds 2,000. And I think those those two hundred to two hundred fifty seats empty belong to uh, the Befica quota, so we couldn't really touch them. Um, but uh, what 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 a game, full of excitement, and uh, I was watching it at work again, uh, and it was hard to watch really. Uh, but when we won, it was very sweet, and that's uh, Sporting sixth title, and then. Um, on Twitter and and uh, comments on uh, record or a ball. Sometimes you know I go over there just to check certain news. Mm-hmm. The ones you know, the ones that's convenient for Sporting. And the comments from Benficistas that were amazing. <laughs> you, know, you know, it making making fun of us. Some of them doesn't know our history. Saying ah, after twenty three years, uh, title. It's like moron. We haven't had. Uh, Viable team for 23 years. That's why we haven't won in 23 years. You stupid. You know, it's, it's or, or or saying that we spend a lot of money. Dots. It's not that we spend a lot of money. What about when you guys spend a lot of money? Why don't you talk about that? You know. Okay. And then I thought I thought Befica in volleyball had like 50 championships, and when I checked on it, they only have seven. Yeah. And on the investment thing, eles não podem, então eles falem. You know what I mean? It's one of those. They're too much in debt to, to worry about that. They have only 7,000 available. They have six. One less than them. That's it. And we've been, and we've been how long without it? 23 years. Exactly. The one that has the most championship is Sporting Spinho, they have 18. So, so for Benfica to talk about, you know, modalidades, they better not because they don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But anyway, these modalidades, they, they paid by your sources. That's why we have more than 170,000 sources. We, we uh, surpassed that, uh, that goal. That was uh, Bruno Carvalho's mission to achieve 170,000 sources. We have more than that. And us, we, you're one of them now too because you became one on your birthday. Yeah. Uh, no. We every single year that you send when you pay your cottage, you you pay it's an investment to the modalidades. That's yep. not Sporting does it. So anyway, so that was very sweet. And then over the weekend, uh, our ladies they beat uh, Valadares three one, and they became uh, again uh, B campeões Portugal. 
Uh, that's uh, an amazing feeling for those ladies. They played well the whole season. Uh, they qualify for the Champions League, which is a big deal. Uh, they're gaining a lot of uh, force. You know, uh, I just hope, and uh, I mean it, I, mean, I really mean I hope that uh, Port and Benfica, they come up also with a female's team to make it more competitive in Portugal. Uh, because the only teams that actually, you know, uh, they play they play well in, in Portugal. Like as far as competing, uh, it's it's um, Sporting Braga and um, and um, uh, Estoril. Uh, the, the, those are the three teams that play the, the the best soccer football in female in the female league. Everybody else Sporting wins four one or six one. It's not competitive, so when they go to the Champions League, it's a different rhythm. So, so, so the uh, the, the um, female league, league needs, needs those those two teams to come up with female teams. And then we had the uh, end ball. Uh, hello. Sorry, Steph. Go ahead. Go ahead. It, it's good. And then we had the end ball. They won against Benfica again. And um, and that was an amazing feeling. And uh, second year in a row, we champions otra vez. So in one week, we were champions of Portugal in viable handball and in uh, in uh, female uh, soccer. So we still have uh, futsal, which the regular season just finished, and then we're going to begin the playoffs. And we have uh, also. Um, Okay, Patins, they're in the final four of the Champions League of Tasha Europa. And also, they tied this, this weekend, but they just one point away from uh, Benfica and Porto. they both in first place with the same point, 66, then we have 59. And uh, so, so, we shall see. Danny? Hey, Danny. Oh, yeah, sorry, Steph. Just go ahead. I'm just have to have to handle something really quick. Okay, that, but that's all I got, Danny. Uh, I'm done with the Mavellas. All right. Uh, is there anything else we have to add for the, for the thing? I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, we, we won everything. We're, we're champions in, in a bunch of other Mavellas, which is sick. Um, like you said, if the others don't want to invest, the others don't want to invest, and, and we have, so we take advantage of that. And if they were the champions like we were, I think I think they'd all be celebrating the same way we are right now. Uh, the, the the investment portion of it, them talking about that, it means it mean, it's bullshit because you have teams like Manchester City and Paris Saint Germain they invested and uh, they're not in the final of the Champions League, are they? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um. All right. And well, we, I guess, and we and we still have uh, um, also uh, table tennis, which would do we in a good position to win the championship as well. And that's it, Danny. All right. So I guess that's it. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. I uh, hope you guys have a wonderful week. Hope uh, Sparky wins on the weekend. And uh, and yeah, that's it. Uh, okay. All right. Later, guys. Viva Sporting. Viva Sporting. Vai ganhar contra o Marítimo 2-0.